Welcome to the CB Cast, brought to you by Complete Body, bringing you the journey of business owners and sports people, as well as providing you with health and exercise tips to implement into your everyday life. We'll be cutting through the noise in the industry to give you the real facts. How are we going, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, um, the CB Cast, that is, brought to you by Complete Body. Um, in the studio today with Ben, um, and we're going to have a little bit of a chat um, about programming, I guess the importance of it, what is it, um, different types of exercise and things like that, a bit of goal, goal setting stuff too. Um, so probably, Ben, how you going first? Good, mate, I'm good. <laughs> I nearly forgot about How's you then. Run, mate? Yeah, what's, what's happening this week, what's been going on? Not a lot this week, mate. Same old stuff, yeah. uh, a bit of working, a bit of training. Yeah. Good life, you know. Keeping the dream alive. Keeping the dream alive, mate. That's it, that's it. Um, so, guys, just want to kick off with um, a bit of a chat about exercise. So, you know, I guess there's so many, so many ways to move your body, um, get your heart rate up. You know, you can be walking, running, you can play sport. There's so many different styles of training. There's... You know, body weight, zoo training, there's Les Mills, there's commercial gyms, there's CrossFit, there's just group training gyms. You can go to boot camps in the park, you know. There's a lot of different stimulus um, out there that you can use for your exercise as such. Um, We talk in the gym a lot about um, training versus exercise and we always call it training um, instead of exercise uh, ben, do you want to <coughs> touch on there why we do that and what the difference is? Yeah, so exercise versus training, uh, you could probably well, probably goes back to a, a common question that I used to hear quite a lot. Uh, clients had come up to me and say, "Why am I so sore and fatigued and not getting the results?" And I'm like, "Well, how many how many t- sessions are you doing in a week? Um, you know, overtraining." and under training are quite similar in regards to what they'll get you with your results so exercise as you mentioned before it's like you can just go and run you can go and do a les mills class you can do all these types of things but training is a it's more of a structured um environment on on what you're doing so um you know training at complete body for example it's it's very structured around our programming to make sure that the stimulus is in the sweet spot that you're not doing too much, um, and but you're also doing enough. Um, yeah, that's probably the best way to put it, and a, and a common question that we used to receive quite a lot. Uh, you know, like I'm exercising six, seven days a week, why am I not getting these results? And it's because you're doing too much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me too. I mean, um, it's you're part, you're part of a bigger picture. Like, you know, the big picture is your program. If you're just rocking up somewhere six days a week and it's just a bunch of exercises on the board and there's no I guess um planning or thought process to it you know there there is no plan there is no program for you to follow so in turn I suppose the big picture is just you're there just working out for the hell of it yeah exactly right and you're going to get the endorphins and all that type of stuff going on you're going to feel good after your workouts but eventually you're going to hit a ceiling where nothing more comes of it so whatever those goals may be you know it could be functionality it could be body composition you just won't get them if it's not tailored specifically to you yeah definitely definitely we're gonna go delve a bit deeper into into programming um 
you know, and probably the big, th- a big thing that um, I hear commonly, and there's a couple of ladies in the gym who've come to us um, from being somewhere else, and you know, after after a while of being with us, their feedback was, you know, I've been going to these classes or whatever, and picking up my grandma weights for the last ten years, and wondering why nothing's changing. Now all of a sudden in three months, like one twelve week block, we're seeing all these changes and improvements. So always good to hear. And I guess it just reinforces that, you know, if you're part of a program, part of a process, it um you know, you should get the results that you want. It also adds encouragement, I think, too, you know. We obviously we put up specific weights and percentages, so it helps you to follow um follow where you're going, I guess. For sure. Cool. All right, mate. So um, goal setting, you know, really important. It's good to have targets. Um, We always say if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Um, Why is goal setting essential? Uh, So goal setting, you know, it's very dependent upon the person. So you may be someone that just wants to run around with your kids longer uh, or your grandkids dependent upon what, what age. Or you could be someone that wants to deadlift 200 kilos. So the driving force behind why you get out of bed and go and exercise, because we all know it's hard work and it sucks at times, but that goal behind why you're doing those things generally is the biggest driver to get you there. Um, and then we can sort of sort you know specifics around that. So, for example, at Complete Body, you know, we're, do, we're doing some deadlift testing at the moment. Um, people that sort of – they give – Give a shit, I suppose, about their weight. Um, you know, you can set a goal off, off what you tested at in week one and what you want to be able to achieve in week 12. So, like, you know, an underlying goal is is why everyone pretty much gets out of bed to do it. Um, and then you can really, as you sort of start enjoying your training and seeing the body composition results or the functionality results, those types of things, generally you'll... you'll um, You'll look at yourself and think, okay, I really enjoy that side of my training. I really enjoy that result. So it just keeps you on track and accountable to achieve those things. Because um, we know, like it's hard work, like I just mentioned, it can get stale at times. But if you've got a goal, a deep underlying goal um, towards something to work for, uh, you, you know, you're just going to stick at it better, I believe. And that's what we generally find. Um, you know, the retention level uh, through our, like, our 12-week blocks and the amount of people that test um, out of our group members, for example, is really, really high. Um, so it's just that's proof in the pudding that, that you know, you're going to get the result. If you've got a goal there, um, you, you're just more, more inclined to stick at it, more, in, more inclined to stay accountable towards it and, and work towards something. Yeah, definitely. You hit the nail on the head there, I think, with um – you know, you said, why you get out of bed? Like, people get out of bed to achieve. If if you didn't want to be fit, if you didn't want to be strong, if you didn't want to be healthy and achieve those things, you wouldn't be getting out of out of bed to put in the work. So, um, yeah, it makes sense to follow a plan, follow a process to actually get you along to where you want to be. Um, now... I know, and probably for anyone who comes to the gym listening, they would know that we sort of come from a really um, strength and conditioning basis, I suppose, for our programming. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about why we do that and I suppose the benefits and stuff of of why we're doing it? 
Yeah, so I guess strength and conditioning is a, a format or a um, you know a, way, a certain specific way to train. Um, strength and conditioning, if you think about it, uh, fitter, faster, stronger, and more functional. So I guess why we do strength and conditioning uh, in comparison to say powerlifting, um, you know, like the majority of our members, you know, they're not athletes, um, they're just everyday people that want to be functionally better. So strength and conditioning really complements that. Um, and then you've got, you know, specific training around, say, a powerlifter, for example, that are competing um, as an athlete. Um, so, yeah, just I guess the strength and conditioning blanket we throw over the top of of our training is, is purely for, you know, the everyday perth- person and athletes um, that are just wanting to be fitter, faster, stronger and more functional, whatever that goal may be specific to them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, I suppose that's for a lot of people, that's obviously other than the aesthetics of, um, you know, building muscle, losing body fat. That's the main thing we're probably trying to achieve. Out of training, if you're doing weights, you want to be stronger. Even if you're going for a run, you know, you're striving to be fitter, to run further. Um, So, yeah, my personal opinion too is that it really encompasses everything for the everyday person, I think. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, absolutely. And the amount of, um, you know, studies that show that aerobic conditioning and resistance training, you know, uh, put off so many different diseases is astounding. So, like I said, you know, the everyday person that just wants to be fitter and healthier and more functional, then, you know, it's the perfect training style for them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, we had a bit of a chat before we came down here um, and I said, you know, it doesn't matter what your age is, um, what your goals are. If you're doing some kind of strength training, the number one benefit you can take away from it is that you're increasing your bone density, you know, and especially as... If you're like me and you're getting older. <laughs> how, how old are you? 28. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we want to be increasing that that bone density. You know, we have quite a lot of people um, that come to the gym, specifically in PT probably, that, um, you know, are retired and are that little bit older. And for me, I personally find um, when we start talking about functionality, they're really good clients to have because they're people who really – I guess take on the importance of that functionality, um, start to put it into their, you know, everyday routine. Um, a common one I hear is, you know, picking up the washing basket or something like I actually think about squatting down what I'm using and what I'm doing and all those things too um, for everyone listening. Like it's an important way, um, I guess, to reduce the risk of injury um, as we're getting older or just in, in everyday life. Yeah, and I think that stuff, especially um, Ryan and myself, probably work with some older clients that we see some really good things. So I think it's a, a really good lesson for us all that people at that age, you know, within a short, they may have trained, you know, one two percent of their lives now, just starting with this and the improvements of just their functionality. So, like I said, it's a lesson to us all if we can start early and maintain that as long as possible. Like our our quality of life as we're older is going to be so much better. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, you don't even have to be older. Um, I know for myself, and I'm sure many people out there do, if you've been out of routine, whether you're injured or you've just fallen off the wagon a bit, 
you start to feel a lot more tired, everything's hard, your sleep patterns probably aren't as good, your food drops off the wagon as well. So it's sort of, you can relate it back to yourself no matter what your age um, and put it into that lifestyle process, I guess. Absolutely, mate. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, cool. All right. So as far as the programming goes, um, you know, we follow a periodized program. Do you want to explain a little bit about like what is periodized programming? Yeah, so periodized programming, um, there's three different forms of it really. So you've got linear programming, um, you've got undulating programming and you've got block, uh, well, so I sh- should say um, undulating periodization and linear periodization and block periodization. So we at the gym follow block periodization um, and that's just a format to pretty much add your volumes, intensities, um, what exercises and weeks and that type of stuff. All of those periodization styles can be sort of encompassed into one. Um, they do sort of cross over a little bit into different areas, but um, we're quite happy with our block periodization and how that's been going. So to give you a bit of a gauge of that, um, we sort of work in 12-week blocks and our cycles throughout that um, – they're about four weeks and then we sort of deload on that fourth week. So solely for the reasons that, you, as I spoke of earlier around exercise, you can't just stay at 100% all the time. We need to, um, you know, dictate the volume and intensity throughout the programming so that you are getting those results. Because um, when, you know, if you're not recovering throughout, so we, in our 12-week programs, we have a deload at week four, week eight, and then week 11. So solely to give your your central nervous system a rest, let the body recover so that you can create that adaptation to to start building in the next block and so forth. Yeah, for sure. And I suppose, um, you know, dull it down a little bit. Like we always say to people that, you know, all we expect is that you rock up and you give it your 100% and then everything, all that stuff, so your loading and your intensity, it's always taken care of in the programming. So, you know, basically all you have to do is walk in the door, give it your best, and then you walk out and the rest is taken care of for you. Absolutely. And for, I guess for the people that are listening that aren't a member of the gym, um, you know, just to give you a bit of a, a basic um, review of our 12 weeks, so week one through to four, uh, we test week one, then we start to increase that volume, um, volume and intensity up into sort of week three, deload our week four, and just keep that same process throughout. So um, a big thing with periodization is that your volume or your intensity is high and the other should be low. And throughout like a linear, a graph, I should say, um, they'll, uh, they'll intersect over time. So um, you can't keep your volume, which is like think about um, volume as your work capacity, how much work you have to put into a session and think about the intensity as the load. So we'd never say squat your 1RM 20 times. Okay, so it's always if you're going to do 20 squats, it's probably going to be around that 50 to 60% of your RM rather than that that really high stuff. So you have to undulate that throughout it as well. Um yeah, to get the benefits and the, the stimulus recovery and adaptation throughout it. Yeah, definitely. And as a bit of an example of that, you know, from the strength side of it, in, for people that are training at the gym, like on a Monday in the STT class, 
you know, you'd notice that we, we generally, we probably don't do often do too much of a heavy stuff around our testing movements um, with more than five reps. And we sort of, as we build that percentage up of weight, we're always dropping, you know, the, the reps down. So we might add um, a couple of sets, but, you know, we generally work in that three to five rep range and maybe around five or six sets, depending where we're at. So that's just a little bit of a, I guess, um, example for you to understand you know, what Ben's talking about there. Yeah, for sure. And probably an easy way to explain that that I probably should have touched on. If you think about you're doing um, three sets of eight at 60%, think about your three, so your rep range in your sets, that's always your volume, um, and then your weight or your load is your intensity. Okay, so yeah, like I said before, we can't have those running um, at 90 to 100% together. Yeah, and probably even to break it down a bit further, um, you know, we only, we program for six days a week and there are some people that come to every session. Um, Ourselves personally, we are thrown a recovery day um, each week, so make that an active recovery, so... It's not always, as Ben's touched on, like, I guess it's good to hammer yourself six days a week. You need to have a rest. Um, so we sort of train, or I train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, a um, bit of active recovery. I go for a mountain bike. I know Ben goes for a run or a swim. Um, some of the other guys, they might just do work on some skills stuff in the gym, depending on how they're feeling, and then back into it for Friday and Saturday or another day on the weekend. So, um, yeah, if we probably would say that, you know, it's good to be trying to get in there three to four times a week. But definitely if you're feeling the that fatigue and, you know, you're getting out of bed and you can barely walk, it's really important to get that active recovery um, in and give your body a break. And, mate, do you want to you have a little bit of a chat about that active recovery? Yeah, so active recovery, if you can think about it, um, you know, you still want to be moving. So like Ryan said, it's very low impact, so it's not causing any stress on your muscles. It's more so getting that blood flow around the body to create recovery. Um, so, look, perfect thing, run, swim, bike ride, even a stretch, depending on who you are, how fit you are, um, what your capabilities are. Um, it doesn't have to be long. Again, we could go into it all day around the specific person, but if you just wanted to go for a you know, 5K walk or jog or something like that, that's perfect, just as long as you're not putting too much stress on your body um, to back it up on your on your next day of training. Yeah, I guess just getting out there and moving a bit, hey? That's exactly yeah. right, yep. Like you said, with that low intensity and um, yeah. low impact, I suppose. So maybe for guys out there that, you know, um, if you just sort of rock up randomly and you don't have much of a plan to your week or your schedule changes a bit, try and sit down every Sunday and just have a look at what your schedule will be for for the week. See how many times you think you might be able to get there and then work that around, um, you know, when you think you should have a rest day in there also. So you can still be moving on a rest day. You know, Sunday's our complete rest day. Yeah, always have that one off. Yeah, um, but yeah, like Ryan said, like our our training splits are three one two one split. So Monday to Wednesday we train active, back on for Friday Saturday, then complete rest Sunday. Uh, f- you know, de- again, dependent upon the person. But if you could look at, if you've got 
four days a week to train. We sort of wouldn't recommend going Monday through Thursday and then complete rest for three days. Um, you know, it's quite a lot of stimulus and a lot of load going from Monday through Thursday. So put it simply, if you're doing four sessions a week, maybe go on Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday, then back out at Thursday, Friday, just to try and split yourself up a bit and um, just avoid that soreness and that potential of overtraining, just backing it up for four days. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, you're probably not always going to avoid the soreness. It <coughs> Depending on what the session is, it does you do get it, but um, I guess we're trying to just minimise it as much as possible. That's it, yeah. Okay, so at CB we talk a lot about results, okay, and we do talk a lot about programming. Um, ben, why is programming essential to get results? Well, to form results is a three-step process in that. So uh, if you could picture a graph, okay, um, you've got your horizontal line there. So your stimulus is on the horizontal line. Your stimulus, which is actually stress on the body, will create that line to come below the, the horizontal point. Um, so your stimulus and then your recovery, okay. So we've come below that line. Your recovery actually takes you back up above that line and then we start to create adaptation, okay. So um, as we come up, up above that line, recovery, um, our, our adaptation is, is higher than that horizontal line. Then we start from that point there. Okay, so if you don't allow that recovery and adaptation, as we discussed earlier, if you're overtraining, then your results just don't happen. Because uh, stress on the body um, is, what, is what we're creating with stimulus. Um, it needs, like anything, you know, it needs to recover. Okay, so the recovery process is extremely important to create adaptation to get your results. Yeah, cool. In a nutshell, pretty much. <laughs> that makes sense yeah that's good that's good well done well done yeah so if everyone out there if you can just picture a graph i'm just <laughs> i've been sitting here watching ben move his hands we might we've got a video going yeah, so we'll a video we up. might put that one up okay cool so progressive overload is also a big part of what we do in our programming and we throw in and a big part of getting results just want to give us a bit of an explanation of what progressive overload is and why it's important yeah, so progressive overload, uh, this most simple way I can put it, uh, if you say, for example, you're going to a pump class, you're going to a pump class for five years and you're just throwing five kilos on the bar every day doing the same repetition. So progressive overload, if you think about load as the weight, okay, we need to increase that weight progressively to get results. Um, you just can't create new stimulus if you keep your load um, or your volume and intensity and your variation at the same level if you're not if you're not changing those types of things. So um, probably as we spoke about in the block periodization, as we creep up through our weeks, that's a perfect example. So week five, six, seven. So week five could look like sixty to seventy percent. Week six could be sort of eighty, seventy to eighty percent. Um, and then the following week up around that sort of ninety to a hundred percent. So um, that's just a really basic explanation of progressive overload that simply put you won't get stronger without it and you won't build build lean muscle without it so think about your body it'll it'll adapt um and get used to stimulus quite quickly so we always need to be changing that and varying that in a calculated and specific way yeah definitely good word calculated you know it's no um <coughs> 
you can't be doing 50% one week and then jump up to 90%. You've got to, like everything else, I suppose, be following that that process and like that calculated program. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, that's um, that's all we've, we've got for you guys today. So we would just like to finish by saying, you know, everything we've talked about is just our beliefs and what we're about at complete body and what that is is we're about getting people results to be stronger and to be fitter um you know it's not everyone's cup of tea and people do just like to walk or run play sport or go you know do whatever style of training it is that suits them and there's absolutely nothing nothing wrong with that okay um it's good to be active but if you want to get the results if you want to be stronger and you want to be fitter um, you want to be following some type of specific program. So, yeah, that's right. It all goes back to your goals. Like Ryan said, if you're just loving playing sport or you're a little bit older and you just want to be active, that's great. But um, just sort of look at your goals and try and tailor your training the best way possible around that and you, you'll get the results. Yeah, better to be moving than not moving. That's it, yep. Cool. All right, mate. Well, thanks for the chat. No worries, thanks for having me. Good to have you back in here. Yeah, been yeah, if anyone's got any questions or you want to know anything or there's any topics that you'd like us to cover, um, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, um, yeah, or chat to us in the gym. Been fun. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. See you next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or head over to the website, completebody.com.au.